after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are going to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit, like this. Ordering dog food. Ordering dog food. Ordering gravy. That's right. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haas. I don't know why I said that's right. I, I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong, but we are here. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Uh, coming up today, how do you describe this topic? Commercials that intrude on our lives? Is that the theme? Yes, I think it's commercials that perhaps unintentionally break the fourth wall. This was um, an idea from a listener that a bunch of other listeners agreed to and jumped on and discussed yeah, on the Facebook page. Yeah, glommed on page. to, more like. And we'll explain a little bit in more detail. Glommed on, a bunch of followers, a bunch of sheeple. <laughs> Wait, why are we attacking the listeners? Wait, what? What <laughs> happened? Um, but uh, yeah, so basically, it all started when somebody talked about uh, doorbells and commercials and how it drives their dogs crazy. Yes, but we've apparently uncovered quite a subculture. Right, and it turns out that's a real thing. It's all over the internet, <laughs> and it's not just dogs barking at, at uh, doorbells. It's, it's dogs uh, and cats living together. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's Alexas being triggered when they shouldn't be uh, from commands accidentally um, sent out by commercials. We're talking about uh, cell phone rings that startle me, alarm clocks, all these things that are in commercials uh, that end up triggering us or our pets. So we'll talk about uh, those. Also, uh, <laughs> speaking of the Ad Council, Genevieve, you accidentally sold a product last I know, week. I know, I And we are going that. to talk about that. Quite against my will, I will Quite add. against your will. And uh, also in the Ad Council, we have a, um, a new jingle and a mystery. This jingle, by the way, this is a beautiful jingle. It, re- I mean... I don't even. It's a beautiful jingle. It's a long jingle. The the, the listener really lets it air out, which I love. Um, Gotta let that jingle breathe. But it's raised some questions for me, which we will discuss when we get to that. Um, But for now, let's start with these intruding noises. ever guess in a million years that we would start the show with Quiet Riot songs two weeks in a row? <laughs> You're right. I hadn't thought about that. Last week. What did we do <laughs> last week? It was a song that I was not familiar with before. Oh, um, it was Mama, We're All Crazy Now, I think. <laughs> uh, that was last week's Quiet Riot song, and now we are. But they're perfect. I they mean, really are. They're delivering as they should. Um, okay, so this all started when listener Julie shared a photo of two dogs standing next to a sign that says, Stop putting doorbells in commercials. And she wrote on Facebook, I feel like there's an episode ID in here somewhere, especially especially if you add in sirens, car horns, other two real sounds that trigger our pet's internal alarm bells. And um, Courtney said, yeah, great idea, but I, we need to include things that trigger us as well or trigger our Alexa devices. Yes, so. I'm much more concerned about the things that trigger me. In fact, I'm wondering if every time I say the A word, maybe I should start saying echo 
um, because that's the name of the device. And I, I hope I haven't been triggering your devices uh, across the country, across the world. I mean, we're a global podcast. Um, <laughs> so let's start with doorbells, shall we? Like this is kind of the basic one. And I'm not going to just like play a bunch of commercials where there happens to be doorbells in there because that could just will take a long time and yes. hear a lot of boring commercials. But let's play this one that you picked out uh, from Nutrisystem for Men. It's Nutrisystem. There it is. Did your dogs go crazy? <laughs> I don't you even know, want there, to play more of it. We heard the doorbell. We heard That's the doorbell. all we there, need to hear, right? There is a whole subgenre of commercials where some, a package is left on someone's door. Swiffer, well, I think we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Swiffer did a whole campaign like that. Like, hey, we brought you a whole uh, box of goodies for you to check out. And now that so many things are being delivered and delivery is so much a part of our lives, um, I think that that doorbell ringing thing is really... And of course, there are, then there are commercials like Ring and like... Smart doorbells yeah. and things. But those have different sounds. Those aren't the traditional doorbell sound. In fact, the Swiffer one, I deleted it from the show sheet because it's just a Swiffer commercial. And in the middle of it, you hear this exact doorbell. It's right. just this classic doorbell sound. Now, here's what I found especially interesting. Listener Lisa says every time a doorbell like that goes off in a commercial, she has to yell at her dogs, fake bell, fake bell. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. Lisa says... We don't even have a doorbell at what? home and the dog goes crazy, right? What is happening? What is in a dog's brain? What that is they in kn- a dog's because brain? You would ass- I mean, I don't have to spell this out, but you would assume that, that a dog is, is triggered because they know the doorbell means there's g- guests and visitors or, or gizitors, as I like to sometimes call them when I'm talking to <laughs> Or stranger fast. danger. <laughs> or stranger danger. Yeah, like they get protective. But like if you haven't raised a dog in a doorbell environment, why do they know that? I have so many questions, Lisa. First of all, why do you think that they know what a doorbell means if fake you don't bell, have a doorbell? Bell. Secondly, what does fake bell, fake bell mean to them? Right. Maybe at this point, the words, the, the, the shouted words, fake bell, fake bell, is some other new trigger for them. Right. <laughs> You're conditioning them on top of conditioning. Now, you're familiar with change.org, right? Am yes. I, am I right that this was actually... Am I, am I exhausted by change.org? <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, I am. It, Is that what you asked? Was I'm this sorry. actually like, <laughs> created by the government? Do I remember that right? Was this an Obama-era thing where they wanted to like give people at least the sense of having a voice in government? I'm going to say no, and feel free to correct me, listeners, if I'm wrong here. I thought that the government under Obama also did a thing okay, like on dot gov that makes more sense that was like a, a similar idea but it wasn't a, it wasn't just change.org okay yeah i'm at, i'm on wikipedia change.org is a petition website uh, operated by a for-profit change.org so you're for-profit but you get the address dot org Huh. And, of course, it's Delaware. How are they so, for profit? Of course, they're in Delaware. Yeah, so all kinds of stuff going on there. But Are there even any people in Delaware? I mean, I know corporations are people. Are people, right, exactly. But, like, are there any, like, you know, humanoids in Delaware? So six years ago, somebody created a change.org petition. Stop ringing doorbells in commercials! <laughs> Three exclamation points. <laughs> This, There's, by the way, is the kind of thing that makes exactly. me completely exhausted with change.org. This was started by uh, Rachel Lambert uh, against the FCC or towards the FCC. Um, there's a terribly cropped photo of a baby holding its ears. And I would like to read directly from this 
change.org petition by allowing commercials to have doorbells ringing constantly is ruining my babies but, and babies all around the U.S.'s naps every day. Sorry, the editor in me is going bananas. Nope, that's not how sentences work, Rachel. By allowing commercials to have doorbells ringing constantly mm-hmm. is ruining my babies. You see? I mean... Every time a doorbell on. rings... Come on, Rachel. My dogs go crazy and wake up my newborn and we're sick of it. This is happening way too often to ignore fcc.org do your part and shut these commercials up it's just weird that she went with fcc.org why not just the fcc we're all tired of hearing ringing doorbells and barking dogs to exclamation points especially the ashley furniture commercial that's the worst one i couldn't find it i couldn't find it all i mean that, i mean i would this love it if that was a local commercial too. rachel lambert is truly at the end of her rope i can i mean that is what is coming through here loud and clear. Oh, compared to some things I'll be sharing with you later, this is so restrained and well-written. I'm not even joking. And the fact that she only uses two exclamation points is so much restraint when wow. it comes to this topic. Yeah. Yes, it's a veritable whisper on the internet. I'm not even joking. Wait till we get to the... Um, <laughs> to the... Uh, oh, what was it? It was... Uh, the website was... Um, tw- oh, 24... 24-hour sports web forum okay. where people weigh in. There's some priceless stuff on there um but anyway let me uh let rachel continue here i'm gonna let you finish um especially ashley furniture that's the worst one also my friend wants to put a stop to police sirens on the radio (laughs) because it sounds real and sometimes scares her and i agree it's annoying and political potentially dangerous friend like tag on to this change yeah also my friend also i would just say the editor and me maybe if you're officially filing a petition write out the word because (laughs) <laughs> don't write BC. Just write out because. Now, Genevieve, uh, I don't know if you already saw this, if this is a spoiler. How many people do you think signed this petition? Okay, I didn't look, and I'm excited to this guess. This was six years ago. Six. It is closed now. Okay. Petition has been closed. Oh, God. I don't know whether to guess like crazy low or crazy high. I'm going to guess t- about 2,500 people signed. Did you say 25? Oh, I said 2,500. Did you say 25? <laughs> Uh, this petition has 20 or had 25 supporters. Um, let's see. Reasons for signing. Shannon says it creates so many problems for us, too. And G. McNabb says every time a doorbell commercial plays, my dogs bark and it startle or wakes my baby. It's infuriating. <laughs> so this is a real issue. So it's a real issue. But I even the lamest uh, change.org petitions can usually get a couple of thousand sign- signers. It costs you nothing to sign it. Now, I um, th- this next one surprised me. It's still dog-related. I went to some weird corners of the internet, Genevieve. Yeah, I can tell. This You're sort of bruised and your clothes are smoking. <laughs> I look like mayhem. Yes. <laughs> I found myself on a web forum called Audio Karma. And this was uh, written by Jocko NC. There's a Toyota commercial where the people drive around looking for their dog. All the while, they're squeaking various dog toys. Lame storyline. The first time I saw the ad, I figured it was an excuse to get millions of dogs barking at the TV. And then their commercial gets noticed. Um, this is a commercial for from quite some time ago. It looks like it was posted to YouTube back in 2009. And it is for Toyota. We see a car driving around. It's a young couple in the driver and passenger seat. And they're just driving around the city squeaking dog toys out the window. 
Toyota is the most fuel-efficient full-line automaker today. Oh, there he is. So clearly they've been looking for their dog the whole time. Now they see their dog in a neighbor's garden, just going to town, digging in the garden. Now they think they're in good shape. They squeak the dog toy at the dog. Good news. And the dog bolts. A lot of driving to do. (laughs) Efficiency to move you forward. And at the end, we see them chasing their dog in the car down a country road, squeaking those toys. That seems really troubling. Yeah. Don't you think like I I get the I get the joke that Toyota's like, "Oh, well you can keep driving because mm-hmm. it's so efficient." But like somehow there's something that's extremely um that feels like almost taboo or or grimmer than it I think they intended it to seem like when a dog bolts away from mm-hmm. its owners. That's a good point. And also like they don't say the dog's name. They don't say, "Oh, oh, they don't seem relieved." They or seem like, "Oh, sweetie, sort of, you're they're there." They're sort of like casually like these are people who've driven around the city squeaking dog toys for hours for hours and they've gone into crazy places like you know underground parking garages and alleyways and alleyways they see the dog in like a natural place the neighbor's yard and their their reaction is so blasé yes they're not they don't seem relieved at all to see the dog and the dog runs away again bad dog owners i'm i'm going to say now i know it sounds crazy but i genuinely i have to ask the question I love it when people say that. There are so many questions journalists yeah. don't have to ask and they, that they say. They I always have to ask say they questions. have to. Um, but do we give Jocko NC any credence with the theory that the point of the commercial, or maybe a point of the commercial, was to get dogs barking at the TV and therefore create a disturbance in households where everybody's staring at the television? Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems far fetched to me. I'm not a dog owner. Do dogs reflexively bark at a squeaky toy? Maybe. I saw other people commenting on this commercial saying it drives their dogs crazy. Okay. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but like I feel <laughs> well, like... Well, it is It is the season. I feel like there could... I mean, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't have been lost at some point in the meetings about... the, in the You know, yeah. as the creatives gathered to talk about this. It must have come up. Yeah, you would Things, think. The, people aren't... Yeah. I, that I if it came I can't believe that that was the strategy. Now there's another one that I came across on Audio Karma web forum. Uh, Nico seventy five writes Dyson used a squeaky toy sound in their commercials and that drove dogs crazy. I've watched this commercial a bunch and it's driving me crazy. I think this goes back maybe even to 2006. Let's see. This was, well, this was posted in 2016. I don't know when this commercial originally aired, but you see a non-Dyson vacuum sitting in a living room. You don't see a human yet. Um, it's just sitting there, kind of a nice, nice, cozy little living room. And then you'll see somebody, I think a, a woman's body, comes and takes the vacuum, turns it on, and starts vacuuming. And then as she's vacuuming, the vacuum cleaner starts making dog toy sounds. And then it becomes a montage of clips of other people using other vacuums, all non-Dyson vacuums. And they're all making dog toy sounds that sort of um, uh, complement the the action that the vacuum cleaner is doing. Okay, so if it's like they're vacuuming the stairs, and you'll hear a short squeak, 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 and uh, longer, longer vacuuming makes longer squeaks. I, it's really important that you know that for okay. some reason. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, 
Other lightweight vacuums are light on power. That's why Dyson engineered the Dyson Slim. With patented cyclone technology, it's the most powerful lightweight vacuum and the only one that doesn't lose suction. What's going on in that commercial? I'm baffled by that. And I why thought does, maybe somebody does, overdubbed this and I was getting fooled, but no, this <laughs> thing is, is all over the place. Why does a squeaky sound equate to losing less suction, suction or, or less power? I really was hoping you'd have an answer I guess for it me. just seems like they're to- they're more toy-like. Maybe. It, like, it, it, like it, it signals unseriousness for a vacuum. It seems pretty weird. Back in 2007, somebody posted this. It's a bad sound on my earballs. It really is. Sure. It really is. Back in 2007, somebody posted a video of them, uh, of their dog freaking out while this commercial plays in the background. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Daisy, where's the squeaky vacuum? You ready? I don't know what that clicking sound is. First of all, it sounds like somebody's typing. Secondly, this dog was barking before the commercial Thank began. You. This is just a dog that barks a lot. At everything. At everything. Right. This dog barks anytime someone's looking it in the eye. But I feel like somebody in our listening audience can explain this commercial to us. I thought for sure you would know. But what is, it may what be, is the point of it this squeaky toy? It may not be more complicated than we're... It may, we may be overthinking it. In other words, it's just like, like cute and weird? It's just, uh, it just signals sort of like... Um, yeah, kind of unseriousness. I guess. I feel like but I agree with you that it's a weird choice. So I've had this question for a long time. I'm going to try to use the word echo as much as possible now because we all know what the name is that triggers it. Um, and I've always wondered how can commercials for the device itself say the A word so many times and not trigger the devices around the country? And... I would understand if maybe Amazon itself did some kind of coding in the commercials so that it doesn't trigger them, although I don't know what that looks like. Or maybe they send a code. This is another theory I had. They send a code to the actual devices because they can control those devices in all of your homes. Maybe they send a code to the devices in some sort of a firmware update that says ignore it if it's coming out of this actor's mouth, you know, in this exact way that will be in our Super Bowl commercial. I both believe that that's possible and also that's horrifying. Do you remember... What if that what if that actor bought an Echo and they could never <laughs> use it? I meant like you could actually like, say this particular instance of it, but that like would be something Chris too. Chris Evans is like, I need a thing! It's Just funny tell sh- me what time it is! It's so funny you should say that because this commercial... Do you remember this one? This was from... They've had Super Bowl commercials for a while now and they're all really weird to me. They never seem to really sell the product. They have... Uh, the last one I believe was all about how the echo was being applied to a bunch of things and it was a disaster. Remember that at the top of the show yes. we had the dog barking and it was ordering food and Harrison Ford is chasing around saying right, stop ordering food. Right, and they, they Another, come up with all these like completely ridiculous and 
very destructive ways for it to op to be to it to, for it to be used. Yeah, the um, who are the two comedians um, who are in the hot tub, and then the is Alexa's running the hot tub, and it shoots water all over the place. They they have the Comedy Central show that was just it's beloved. We like it, and it was just canceled. The two women, two young women living in oh New York City. um yeah Broad City, Broad City. Um, uh, they had Harrison Ford. Anyway, this commercial I'm going to play for you was I believe the year before. This is the one where. Alexa loses her voice. Sorry, I said the A word. Um, and they get a bunch of celebrities to voice the device instead. Do you remember this one? Yeah, I do. Again, like I don't know why they keep on having this theme of disaster scenarios with their own product, but whatever. In Austin, it's 60 degrees with a <laughs> Alexa? Amazon's Alexa lost her voice this morning, causing a Alexa wave lost her voice. How is that even possible? We have the replacements ready. Just say the word. And you're sure this is going to work? That was Bezos, by yeah. the way. Alexa, show me a recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich. Pathetic. You're 32 years of age, and you don't know how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Its name is the recipe, you d so that's obviously Gordon Ramsay doing the voice, but he still can't turn down his Ramsiness. Alexa, how far is Mars? How far is Mars? Well, how am I supposed to know? I've never been there. This guy want to go to Mars. It's <laughs> Cardi B. There's not even oxygen there. Alexa, set the mood. Now setting the mood. You're in the bush. And you're just so dirty. What's that actress's name? Rebel Wilson. And you're so sweaty because it's hot in that bush. Alexa, rebush, re reboot. Alexa, play some country music. Oh, I don't dance now, I make money moves. No, no, Alexa, country music. <laughs> I gotta say, Cardi B really owns this commercial. She does the best job of it. Yeah, anyway. she I'm totally gonna, does. I'm gonna stop it there. It's a 90 second ad, and we all get the point. But. I'm surprised they let Rebel Wilson's bit get so dirty. I know. Do you remember this? I do. I'd forgotten how dirty her part was. I I had not remembered, although I was forcibly reminded how creepy Jeff Bezos is to look at and hear. <laughs> um, and share a planet with. Um, yeah. So why aren't these commercials triggering the echoes? Well, according to an article written uh, and published in The Verge, Amazon takes steps to ensure that the commercials don't accidentally trigger. But it says here, um, we do alter the advertisements to minimize Echo devices, but how? Amazon wasn't saying. And it turns out a Reddit user may have figured out the trick. Apparently, the commercials are intentionally muted in the 3,000 hertz to 6,000 hertz range of the audio spectrum, which apparently tips off the system that the Echo phrase being spoken isn't, in fact, a real command and should be ignored. That is wild. Now, that is is a redditor saying that oh, okay. so we don't have it 100 percent. now i was wondering well it sounds official would you hear it though and so i am not an audio wizard i have you know a, a, a audio editing program that can do all kinds of things and manipulate hertz and and notch things out but i don't really use that stuff very often and do you have an understanding of like the physics of it not not really. I mean, I, I've known in the past, like, if I have bad audio, I can play around a little bit. Like, ooh, like, if you, especially back when people were using normal phones, you would maybe get some hiss, and I would know, like, kind of how to bring down the frequencies that have the hiss on it. And this goes back to when I was using, like, actual analog equipment with these various um, filters, and then I could also 
when you bring out the hiss, it means that everything gets muddy, so you find other places to bring up other frequencies to even everything out. Well, I don't know what the 3K to 6K hertz sounds like, so I did a little test using one of these filters, assuming that I did it right, and this is my voice talking, I'll toss to the tape here in a second, and when I use the A word, I tried notching out that range of frequencies, I can hear it. Now, whether or not you'll be able to hear it after I, you know, publish this podcast and it goes through all the other manipulations, yeah, exactly. I don't know. But take a listen to okay. this. You can hear how the A this word. This is so scientific of the, us. The A word of, of us. Of us. I'm in the room. <laughs> um, you can hear how it's just like the, the sound gets off by a little bit. Okay, this is me talking normally. Nothing has changed except on the word Alexa. <laughs> I've altered the word Alexa. Can we hear the difference? Now, I was I mean, talking I can, very slowly, yes. but in these commercials, they say it really quickly and there's background noise. And I can believe, too, that you know that someone who is an audio wizard and whose only job is to figure out how to do this could take that sound and then mm-hmm. somehow boost, bo- other boost other things to make it sound more normal. Exactly. Let's, let's take another listen. Okay, this is me talking normally. Nothing has changed except on the word Alexa. I've altered the word Alexa. It can just we sounds like it's on the back of your throat. Yeah, you can use this type of filter. Like there's a bunch of presets for it. So if you want to um, create the sound of a telephone, like, you know, if you're doing something where you want to make it sound like I'm talking to you on the telephone, you can just do all of that by manipulating the frequencies and yeah, you know, right. raising the mids and whatnot. So, that's so cool. Anyway, that's kind of interesting, eh? Yes. I wonder if it's real. Okay, let's talk about... I know that I've complained about this before on I the mean, show, but this sh- our show is all about you know putting forward baseless conspiracy theories and pseudoscience. <laughs> exactly, it's the new thing. <laughs> um, I've talked about this before on the show. This drives me crazy. I don't know if there's a qui- an equivalent of this for iPhone users in commercials, but the T-Mobile sound that goes off when it's the default wake-up alarm sound, it's the default phone ringing sound, and unfortunately, it's also their sonic branding. So you have a T-Mobile commercial. I'm going to skip to the end of this one. It's just a boring T-Mobile commercial. More towers, more engineers, and more coverage. You'll get the best 5G network and the best prices. Welcome to T-Mobile, America's largest 5G network. <laughs> like I hear that and I'll, like if you're watching TV and that goes off like yeah. I get shocked and it's never good it either means I have to wake up or somebody's calling me and those are both bad situations <laughs> right that's nothing good can come of that um, either waking up or talking to someone on the phone well let me ask you this uh, audio wizard I mean, why don't you change your phone ring? I could, but now it's just, I've been using these matter. phones It'll forever. It doesn't matter. It'll just always so sound I'm, like I'm a phone ring, too. Also, why do dogs who've never heard a real doorbell go crazy when they hear a fake one? Well, I think we know what the answer is now, which is for me to yell, fake ring, fake <laughs> ring. <laughs> oh, no, Lisa, what have you done? All right. Um, so here, though, I found the latest uh, T-Mobile ad that is running right now. And listen to this, Genevieve. I'm going to, again, fast forward kind of near the end of this Say thing. goodbye to annoying scam calls and feel free to answer your phone again. Hello? <laughs> hey, they changed it up a little they bit, didn't sure they? sure did. And it's still the same tones. And there's another one that's baseball themed that's airing now. And they play the jingle on an organ, like oh, you're at the old ballpark. right, right, and yeah. So, Using the sound and, the and playing with it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Playing those notes makes sense. Like how NBC got their notes completely yep. like 
burned into our brain and they can play it on any instrument. Now, I just quizzed Luke on this in another podcast. Um, <laughs> do you know what those notes are? Yes. Um, it They are related to a company that used to be NBC and that company... Or own NBC. Or own NBC um, was... It wasn't Weinhardt Wig Company. Uh, Scheinhardt Wig Company. Company. I know. Um, I'm. I know when you say it, I'm going to remember it. It's, it's who we grew up and it, it, when we were growing oh, up. Basically, is it GE. GE. GEC. General. General Electric, Electric Company. Co- company. But the thing is, the rumor that those three notes come from that is um, not true because the. But they happen the to be notes. GEC. Were, yeah, the jingle was around long, long before uh, GE bought. NBC. Oh, how funny. I think we talked about that on this show. I don't remember a lot that we talked about on this show, but I do remember that. Okay, let's move on to talk about alarms, just like old school alarms. Linder says, put in the old digital alarm clocks. For me, not my dogs. They could care less about this, but this is maybe more of a generational thing, too. I don't think kids are growing up with these clunky old bedside <laughs> digital. Yeah, and, I, and that sound that you just made, I couldn't find <laughs> that in a commercial, but like my original. I can picture the brown yes. thing that that comes out of, and it's got the like, you know, the speakers behind, like little uh-huh. little uh, plastic uh, great ridges. ridges. Great. Yep, exactly. And, um, and as a matter of fact, it's funny because Linder even described it as the brown brick. Uh, I had edited this comment down a little bit. Um, so here are a couple that I found. This one isn't exactly that one, but this is another one that's familiar. This is actually, I won't tell you what this one is for. This is a quick 15-second commercial, and we just see uh, a close-up of uh, somebody's nightstand. Her glasses are on the nightstand, and then... Uh, as the kind of field comes into focus, we see the woman sleeping and then she wakes up to the sound of her alarm clock. This moment might not be the best part of your day. But for 3,000 Calgarians who will get to wake up in their own home for the first time, it's amazing. Visit resolvecalgary.ca. That is a organization that is trying to raise money for affordable housing, which That's is awesome, nice. right? In yeah. Canada, obviously. Um, I will tell you that when I heard the word Calgarian, I thought we were talking about a science fiction product. You thought we were talking about Game of Thrones? Something. It's like, why is she eating a horse heart? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening there? She's really taken to the culture. But anyway, that I had an alarm that made that sound, too, yeah. growing up. That was a little silver guy. This is a commercial that's kind of funny. I actually don't want to give away what this is for. I believe this is another commercial from another country. I think maybe England. Uh, take a look at this one take a listen to this one we see a woman she's sleeping and then she hears an alarm going off in another room this is a full 30 second commercial she gets out of bed starts making her way through the apartment trying to find where that alarm is coming from walking down the hall goes into another room and what do we see but a human baby looking cute as hell making that sound with its mouth. And then it says, nights are made for sleeping. Personal baby. Ten hours of protection. They're selling personal baby brand diapers. Wow. Pretty good, right? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Are you, are you meant to leave a baby alone for ten hours? 
or unchanged Oh, that's for a good point. Hours. Ten hours is kind of a long time. I think they're just making their point, though. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I guess the point is if the baby doesn't wake up and cry, the baby's right, fine. Right, So, anyway, the alarm sound you were hearing was a baby crying, which I also wonder if that's a thing. Like, I wonder if babies crying in TV commercials trigger some people, too, if they have a kid sleeping me. in the other room. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, all right, finally, this is... This is we've all been building to of course the 24-hour sports forum again just some <laughs> janky online forum where i told you that other person who wrote the petition was being um very a model uh, of restraint restraint yes exactly <laughs> this is posted by steve min dallas uh years ago this was published 44 months ago What's the deal with all the TV commercials over the last few months with the doorbell ringing in the background? It just happens to sound exactly like my own doorbell, and my dogs go completely nuts thinking he has to defend, or my dog goes completely nuts thinking he has to defend against invaders. There must be five-plus companies doing this now. Pizza Hut, Warby Parker, Sofia Vergara clothes or something gotta be at least a couple others when i see one of these come on i hit the mute button or incur my 55 pound bulldog barking for the next five minutes hate it six exclamation points stop it eight exclamation points others having the same problem and then it says go state with <laughs> 1000 exclamation points trounce the terps <laughs> welcome cmt i know none of those things and i hope i didn't say anything um i don't know what off color i don't know what cmt is but i think trounce the terps and go state are okay okay good uh what are terps uh they are they are kind of turtle or turtle like animal uh, okay. and i think they are the mascot for Ooh, if you know this. Oh, now you're just Googling I'm it. I'm going to have to Google it. It's like it's like Maryland somewhere. Who are the Terps? Okay. While you look that up, Genevieve, let me tell you why I read that. Because we already talked about doorbells. There's no yeah, point I in was, me bringing us. Yeah? I was right. They're the Terrapins, which is a kind of turtle, and oh, they're okay. the Maryland Terrapins. Interesting. Um, we already talked about doorbells. There's no reason for me to read that. It wasn't that funny, except somebody responded to this, and it's wonderful. <laughs> And who responded? None other than, and I swear to God, this is true, Dope Bro 69. Okay? <laughs> can I read to he's you? Dope. Can I read to you Dope Bro 69's response? Yes. I'm going to make a commercial for Ragu Spaghetti Sauce using the screeching emergency alert system sounds and the robotic voice saying, This is an emergency alert at 5.45 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, NORAD detected an intercontinental ballistic missile launched from the lush hills of Tuscany, headed for the United States. The expected time of impact is 6.15 p.m., or roughly dinner time. NORAD expects the payload to be extreme ragu flavor. To prepare for impact, gather your loved ones around the dinner table with some pasta, meatballs, Parmesan cheese, and bibs. It's about to get messy, folks. <laughs> that is quite a vision. Uh, Dope Bro 69 has. I have <laughs> way more respect for Dope Bro 69 than I did when I started to read that. I mean, you gotta understand, like, these forums are just nothing but angry knuckle draggers, right? And then Dope Bro 69 comes in with actually not the worst commercial pitch we've talked about on this show. Not the worst. I mean, there's I, that would be. There's creativity there. There is. I mean, it's a. It hangs together as a story. Mm -hmm. It's a little too terrifying. I mean, maybe yes. I feel like 
maybe I guess in a post post Cold War era, it would be okay. I don't uh-huh. think he would have wanted to have that in the eighties. No, you know, like they air it like right before the day after as a special. It's a special sponsor of the day after. Right, and what was the um uh, the. <laughs> What if you remade the Johnson the Johnson Daisy, Daisy ad? Daisy ad <laughs> but all ragu. Ad, but all ragu, and then just ragu splats all over everybody's, and then it's just <laughs> for real, real, real life. For, for, for life that's in some ways honestly too real. If you're, if we're being honest. Um. I'll leave you with this. <laughs> Somebody on the Facebook page also mentioned um, car horns and sirens being used in radio commercials, oh which God. you don't hear all that much anymore. No, I think they kind of got the message on that, but there is nothing more heart-stopping than a siren on the radio when you are driving in your car. Now, um, I couldn't find any regulations about that in the U.S. Uh, law books. I went through all of the law books. Oh, I couldn't all find of anything. them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even the big one. <laughs> um, but I did go to the website Quora where somebody asked about this. Sure. And somebody wrote, advertisements in the United Kingdom must not include sounds likely to create a safety hazard. Distracting or potentially alarming sound effects like sirens, horns, screeching tires, vehicle collisions, and the like must be treated cautiously. They may be dangerous to those listening, especially while driving. In particular, they should avoid being featured at the start of advertisements before listeners are clear what they're listening to. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, I see. If they're not contextualized, it can be frightening right that's pretty good again and the person included a link um but it looked like that link was expired this was from quite some time ago but i believe that though i mean that sounds exactly like the kind of law they would have in you know either europe or the uk also this person wrote tires t-y-r-e-s they're definitely truly they gotta know what they're talking about yeah they're from there i didn't know that by the way is that really how you spell tires in england yeah there's a there's a bunch of spellings that are like slightly different from ours i had no idea if it only Targaryens spell it that way. Targaryens probably do. I don't hear words saying only the echoes of my mind. All right, what do we got in the ad council, Vives? Um, this ad made me so happy, and I thought about trying to do one of those things where we like I show it to you and you try to guess what it's for, but I did. I I ran out of. I just ran out of bandwidth to do it, and it's hard because you can kind of, you can always see the the yes. screen that we're showing it on. But listener Chris uh, was absolutely right that there the ending to this commercial is highly unexpected, and I think it is hilarious. So for the what, what will be the listener experience here? Should we just describe it and not say what? Yeah, the why don't we is? just why don't we let the listener have the experience that we couldn't have because we were looking at it? Um, and if you've been to the Facebook group, you may already be, be spoiled. But I'll describe what you're gonna what you are seeing here. You see a young uh, black woman. She's in a kind of a industrial-looking workout space. Kind of a CrossFit-y kind yeah, of Yeah, like a space, CrossFit yeah. gym, exactly. But she's all she's alone. It's kind of dark. Um, she's very fit. She's doing a hell of a workout. She's like climbing a rope and flipping over a big tire. It looks like you know a sports drink ad and the so the, it's for a sports drink it's for gatorade or it's for nike seems like it's for gatorade or nike and the voiceover is kind of that that voiceover you would expect for that kind of product like the you know the only way to get tough is to get tougher etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> when you have nothing left what fuels you your pride your pain 
Is it a rival that fuels you? The agony of defeat? Is it the glory of victory that fuels you? Or is it Bumblebee tuna? <laughs> yes, Bumblebee. Now this is supposed to be funny, right? I I think it has to be intentionally funny. Yeah, I mean it's, it's like a parody. I almost wonder if Bumblebee is making a bunch of parody ads that end up. You know what I mean? Like, right. What if they do a series that are like uh, outside their normal genre? Right. Exactly. Like here's one. I don't know. I, I haven't done the research on this. I'm doing this on the fly. Here's one called Get Your Melt On. Get ready to make your brain melt. Spicy jalapeno. Now this has all of these really extreme close-up shots of food being prepared. Flames just like igniting from burners. It has a real like kind of fast casual yes, commercial Yes, if I feel. had to guess this was going to this will be an ad for like an upscale uh, a a gourmet style burger but from a Wendy's or something uh-huh. where or they're maybe ad- a Chipotle or a Chipotle style. where yeah. they're where they're advertising like the quality of the ingredients and the flame grilling. Yeah, I'm going to start this from the beginning Make of your the brain flame melt. Spicy jalapeno. Fresh garden chives. Wisconsin cheddar. More Wisconsin cheddar. Fire roasted onions, all layered to perfection. Introducing the irresistible spicy tuna melt that this guy just made at home. Yes. I love it. They're going after this like intense advertising thing and kind of taking the piss a little bit. I think they're I think you're exactly right that they have they are looking at all these types of ads and then grafting or layering on bumblebee tuna which in the name is like it's a slightly silly name uh-huh. like it's even slightly funnier to do this with bumblebee than it would be with like starkest or yes, something you know? yes okay i'm gonna try one more on the fly here hopefully this won't be a uh i won't go one commercial too many and ruin the theme but i'm really enjoying these this one is called trailblazer and we see uh, uh kind of a misty mountain i think we're going to see somebody trying to climb it on a mountain like this You need to be prepared for anything. What you pack could be the difference between making it and never making it back. What you have on hand might be the only thing you have to survive. So make sure it comes with a spork. (laughs) Tuna you can take anywhere. Pretty yes. good. Yes, they are good. And Pretty the, the good. sport gives it away, so yes. that it's meant to be funny. But I love those. Yeah, you think that would be like an REI or, uh, you know, uh, North Face or something kind of ad. Yep, that's really beautiful. Love okay, it. Thanks for, thanks for bringing those to our attention, Chris. Genevieve, you host a podcast about advertising, but did you know that you're an advertiser yourself? You sold a product I during did. yesterday's or last week's show. I sold a product that I derided. And I don't know, I guess I, I know in a way, I'm like the anti-sale seller. Mm-hmm. I think if I tried to sell something, I probably couldn't get anyone to little try it. A little reverse psychology. <laughs> Quite against my will. So this was from listener Jennifer, right? Was this on the Facebook page? This was on the Facebook page. Listener Jennifer writes, I love my weighted blanket. It is deeply soothing when I've had a rough day. And now, sight unseen, I want a moon pal. Moon pal. Thanks, Genevieve. I know that wasn't your goal, but there it is. So moon pals were something we talked about last week when we were talking about advertisers trying to sell us things that will calm our jittery nerves during these scary times. 
And this is a line of kind of large teddy bears. Not huge, but large-ish teddy bears. Yeah, about bears. the size of a of a normal pillow that have like weighted limbs and right. kind of giving you the sensation that a weighted blanket might yeah and i i took them to task for having a lot of um pseudoscience pseudoscience or poorly sourced scientific claims um but like i said last week and i and i will repeat it here you know what if it, if it works for you great great all right Vives. hey by the way what time is it do you know i bet it's jingle time Oh my gosh, it is. She's learning. Head Council, it's jingle time. Hi, this is Emily from Minnesota. Um, continuing my small stretch of Minnesota-related jingles. This time I have Denny, which as you will hear in the jingle is considered to be the Minnesota pickle. So because of this, I don't know if it is sold anywhere else other than Minnesota. I just know that even though I buy cloths and pickles most of the time, Gedney nice. is my favorite brand of baby dill. So uh, here goes. Gedney, it's the Minnesota pickle. Gedney at Gedney, it's the Minnesota pickle. Bring out more Gedney. It's no ordinary pickle. You betcha Gedney. It's the Minnesota Pickles. Buy them in New Orleans and Cloud, Duluth and Montevideo, Rochester, Grain, and even way up in War Road. Gedney. It's the Minnesota Pickle. They're good to Gedney. It's the Minnesota pickle. They taste good, Gedney. It's an ordinary pickle. You betcha, Gedney. It's the Minnesota pickle. So much to love about that. What is not to love? I mean, first of all, it's pickles. It's a geography re- lesson. Regional pickles. Yes. The ge- like playing into the geography. Yeah. You get a St. Cloud reference. You I get love a Duluth it. reference. You're going to love it, baby. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. And you knew the whole thing. I know. It's fantastic. Now, here's the mystery that goes along with this, though, if you'll allow me. So I was looking for the original to play, right? And I could only find one video of it. And it began with somebody saying something derisive about it. It says, like, ignore this stupid song and then it went into the exact jingle that emily just sang for us so i was like well i don't want to play the one where somebody like made fun of it at the beginning so i'm i couldn't find a commercial anywhere i go to the actual gedney and by the way it's a little bit hard to hear what we're saying it's g-e-d-n-e-y gedney um i go to their website and they have a, a special page on their website that says be prepared to laugh here's the pickle song and it begins with that derisive comment at the beginning of it. Like, they're owning it. They say, don't listen to this stupid song. I, I'm, I'm confused why they're saying that about their own jingle, but here it is from the Gedney website. Do not listen to this dumb song. Gedney, it's the Minnesota
So why does it begin with a woman saying, don't listen to this dumb song? That's the mystery. Is this some Midwest, upper Midwest, like self-deprecation that it's sort of lost on us? Maybe. Maybe. Like it does. It feels so hyper regional to me. I love it. And all of it's in the whole thing. I love it. I really, if I. That geography, those lessons of the lessons, the listing of the towns is the best. Uh, if I ever am allowed to get on an airplane and fly to another uh, city again and I go back to um, work, my workplace is based in St. Paul, I am looking for Gabney oh, Pickles. you have 100%. to. 100%. I'll try to bring some back for you. I hope you will. Um, I have to tell you, I'm looking them up here um, in the news, and it looks like uh, last May there were mass layoffs at oh, Gedney no. Foods, home of the Minnesota Pickle. Why would... That was just this this past May. No, it was a year ago. Okay, this I was going to say because it doesn't seem like pickles would be a victim of quarantine. It seems like if anything, pickle sales should have gone up. I can tell you for a fact that Clawson pickles became very hard to find during a pandemic. Yes, I will also say that I what the headline describes as mass layoffs um, equates to twenty two positions. I mean, yeah, it must not be that big of a company. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So anyway, hang in there. Buy your Gedneys. Yes. Keep Gedney working. Buy Gedney pickles. Buy me Gedney pickles. No, don't. I'll uh, I'll buy them myself. But um, man, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, Viz, we should get out of here, huh? We should. But this was so much fun, and I want to thank the listeners on the Facebook group who really. Um, inspired this whole show and had such a fun conversation about all the ways that uh, commercials intrude on their real lives. So how can people join the conversation on Facebook, my friendo? Um, well, you should, I guess, get a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Um, buy yourself a Facebook. Buy, buy a Facebook account. Buy one of those Facebook uh, devices. Um, and, and come visit us on the Facebook group and sign up. It's really fun. Um, or you can email us if you are uh, not into the Facebook scene. You can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. You can call us at 607 444 5597. That's 607 444 5597. Sing us your regional jingles, sing us your national jingles, sing us anything. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week. You can sell anything. You can sell.